Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, you're in Japan. Yeah. I'm assuming you're doing well then. So happy to be back in Japan. Definitely a little yeah. delirious with the jet lag, but. Yeah, a little bit. We're back, which means we can drink all the Japanese drinks. Yeah. I mean, do we It's just... a dream come true for yes. you. Yes. I say we dive right in because. Well, tell I'm... us about what you're drinking. Yes. Okay. I am drinking a. Shikwasa Chuhai. Whoa. What? Okay, so tell us. So Shikwasa was, I heard about it the first time last summer that in Japan. That sound Japanese to me. Shikwasa. Shikwasa. It's the name of a fruit. Is, I guess it's from Hawaii, we learned? No, it's from Okinawa. And oh, Taiwan. really? Yes. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, the biological name is Citrus Depressa. <laughs> Jeez, it's depressing. That sounds like a depressing citrus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because in English, it is sometimes called the shikwasa, the Taiwan tangerine, a flat lemon, or a thin-skinned <laughs> flat lemon. Okay. So, <laughs> I um, have no idea what that is then. It basically, um, what it tastes like to me is, it's just like a very sour kind of lemon limey. They tend to add a lot of sugar to balance out the sourness. Right. But, also huh. alcohol in and this And alcohol case. as well. Um, <laughs> but I find it very refreshing. I very much like it. And I just love saying shikwasa. It reminds me of like mufasa. It makes me think of different languages. But yes, very cool. Jace, what about you? Well, yeah, no. So the shikwasa thing, like we saw in a vending machine last summer in in Fukuoka, and we were like, "What the heck is this?" And now it's like everywhere in the stores. There's like tons of shikwasa stuff. Shikwasa. Wait, can you buy uh, shoshikubai? What is it? Shobukud? Shoshikubai? Like the sake? Or oh yeah, no. That's no, let not her what keep I mean. trying. Let her keep trying. What is it? What do you have? Uh, a shoju? So soju? Chuhai. Are you saying shochu by? Are you saying chuhai? Are you saying a, a shochu? Which one? Uh, or soju? The thing that is in your hand. This is a chuhai. I have a chuhai. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Which you is a so Which is a sochu highball. That's why yeah, it's called a chuhai. That's what I was. I see. Okay. Okay. I was trying for that, but it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but that is the thing that you can. By in a vending machine? Uh, um, well, this one, no. We bought at the convenience store. But yes, there are alcoholic vending machines. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They're not super common. Um, yeah, they're a little bit rare. So this shikwasa flavor, we've seen mostly not alcoholic, like just flavored, you know, shikwasa soda or whatever. Um, okay. But then this year, now it's like there's the true highs and a bunch of other drinks that are shikwasa flavored. So, Yeah. Um, and I'm so drinking. What are, you, what are you? Yeah, I'm drinking. This is also a chew high, but a strong chew high. Um, oh, okay, of course, it's nine percent alcohol. Nine percent. Whoa. Um, and this it's like one a beer. Yeah, this one is salty lychee flavored, and that's like a strong beer. Nine percent strong for a beer, even. No, totally. Wait, yeah. is there salt in it? 
I guess. I, I mean, yeah. The, it I, says the, so right on the name. The salty lychee flavor it just tastes salty the way that like a Gatorade is kind of salty. Yeah. I guess, you know. Yeah, so it doesn't taste like know. overtly like salt, but it just kind yeah. of enhances the lychee flavor. It's not like drinking flavor. salt. Yeah, it just kind of enhances the, the sourness or the sweetness, I guess. I find it kind of helps okay. cut the sweetness a little yes. bit. So it's not quite so just like Balances. drinking syrup. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, but anyway, yeah. it's quite good. The, something about the flavor technology in Japan is just like a whole different world from what we have in the States. And I don't know why. I don't. The I, I don't flavored know. Flavored technology. Well, it's just okay. Uh, what was it when yesterday? We had a pineapple. Yes, flavored. yesterday at the store we went and got like a pineapple chuhai, and it was like whatever pineapple, like fake pineapple flavor is like meh. And then I cracked yeah. it open, and it was like a pineapple was shoved into my mouth, but not with the pines on, like with the most delicious part on. It was shoved into my mouth, and I was like, oh my god, it actually tastes like a pineapple. How is that? And that wow. happens to me all the time drinking drinks in Japan. Is where I'm like, why huh. are the flavors just so much it's better? Not the here? artificial crap that we have over I here. Mean, it, it could still be artificial crap. Just I'm sure much it's better. artificial. It's just better somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know what the it's deal better is. artificial. Yeah. Same well, with, I'm having yes. So please, I was just gonna say please. same with like the weird flavors of candy here. That's mm. just like something about the way they do artificial flavors is just better than what we do. I don't know. I don't huh. know why. Anyway, oh, sorry. What are you learn drinking? Something from them. <laughs> uh, no. Yes, I'm. I'm drinking an Underwood canned rosé wine. Oh. Which uh, yeah, I've been on a big rosé kick. You really I guess have. I'm just super. I'm super like in my millennial status <laughs> status. <laughs> stasis i don't know yeah but Uh you know what it's fine it is the summertime i don't want a big heavy red i'm having a rosé and it's it's quite lovely yeah it's like uh, normally i think that red wine would pair with the bible but since it is the summertime a nice rosé i think goes along Mm -hmm. quite well yeah and speaking of the bible emily do you remember what we read about last time was it more numbers uh i mean like as though as in like did we read about numbers we read the book of numbers. Some numbers were involved. Yeah. Um, it there was wasn't, some repetition. It, it wasn't numbers Dang of it. people, though. It was numbers of... Fill in the blank. Uh, oh, oh, I know, I know. It was all of the people, the not the people, but the things that they were killing. It was very sad. <laughs> right. And I know that there were like one, the bulls or something, there were diminishing returns on each day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then everything else remained the same. And we were talking about like how in the heck... Is it possible that there are so many animals and y'all were like, it's possible. And I'm like, I don't think so, but whatever. (laughs) Maybe it's a metaphor. Right. We talked about like the huge numbers of animals they must have been sacrificing, but that also maybe they, the tribes were huge too. Um, Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So there were sacrifices that were sort of, it was like an update to the daily sacrifices or the yes. weekly sacrifices, but yeah, then there was, was also the lot. holiday ones yes. on top of those. Kind of well, sacrificing that, every day. Well, we yeah. thought that perhaps now that they've conquered all these other people and taken their flocks, and now they do have yes. this huge excess of animals where they are like, yeah, whatever, sacrifice 20 times a day. We don't care. <laughs> cool. Go, boy. got these sheep burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. That's very sad. Uh, oh, dear. All right. I know. Uh, so. Well, Today, we're going to read Numbers 31 and 32. So, just two chapters. So, Emily and I are going to split the first one, and then mm-hmm. Dedeker is going to take the second one. Um, what, I mean, are we ready? Let's see what happens today. As we'll ever be. Yeah. 
All right. We want to remind everyone as we start reading to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Numbers 31. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Avenge the children of Israel of the Midianites. Afterward, you shall be gathered to your people. Moses, what? yeah, I know, I'm a little confused here. What happened with the Midianites? Anything? Uh, uh, was well, that, were those the people that they like had sex with yes. the Israelites and then there oh, was, was a genital them? spearing? Yes, yeah, that, that was a Midianite ago. woman who did that. I see. Um, oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, hang on. I just looked up some other translations here. The Good News translation yes. says, punish the Midianites for what they did to the people of Israel. After you have done that, you will die. What? Saying that to Moses? Wait. Is that what, what gathered to your people oh, means? Oh, afterward you shall be gathered to your people like your dead people. Oh, Like goodness. I see dead people. So he's just like, Moses, just so you know, this is going to be your last final, your final stand. That's, your last act as a man of God. What? That's really intense. Seriously. Whoa, man. If I were Moses, I'd be like, wait, what? Whoa, come on. <laughs> be like, Yahweh, I didn't Seriously? ask for that knowledge, really. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. Okay. Moses spoke to the people saying, arm you men from among you for the war that they may go against Midian to execute Yahweh's vengeance on Midian. Every tribe of 1,000 no, throughout. No, try that again. Every tribe of 1,000. One more. Of every oh, tribe. Jeez. She really wanted you to say that. Oh, <laughs> I know. It, it does change the meaning. It's uh-huh. true. Of every tribe, 1,000 throughout all the tribes of Israel shall you send to the war. So this will be 12,000, huh. 12, an army of 12,000 then? Okay. 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 So they were delivered. Out of the thousands of Israel, a thousand of every tribe. 12,000. <laughs> nailed it. Armed for war. <laughs> Moses sent them, 1,000 of every tribe, to the war. Them and the Phinehas. Phinehas. No, again, try it. Take it back. Phinehas. He's adding extra words and then also taking out extra words. It's like me reading. (laughs) Go back to the beginning of that clause. Okay. Moses sent them, 1,000 of every tribe, to the war. Them and Phinehas the son of Eleazar the priest. Oh, I guess it is Phinehas, not Phinehas. <laughs> Maybe it's pronounced like a, like a Fanny, but a Finny and Finney. a Hass. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, to the war with the vessels of the sanctuary and the trumpets for the alarm in his hand. Of course, you got to get those trumpets. What do, you, what do you think the vessels of the sanctuary is? All the... the uh, uh, probably the... The weapon of the mass ark? destruction, right? It wouldn't. Yeah, the it ark. wouldn't be the ark. It you don't think be. so? What does it say in other translations? Let's let's check here. Is like it like the the yeah. place in which they put the sanctuary? The place in which they put the tabernacle? Those are the vessels for keeping the sanctuary. I would think. Um, You're like I would think not. I would think not. Uh, oh, can you please read Tyndale? Can you please? <laughs> okay. And Moses sent them a thousand of every tribe with Phineas. Oh, that, here it's Phineas, the son, the son of Eleazar the priest, to Wara 
and the holier vessels and the trumpets <laughs> to blow her within his Honda. Wow. His That's Honda? Not- yeah, his Honda. His Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded all into the hatchback. So the ones that... The- <laughs> The ones that don't say vessels say holy instruments. Oh, it's the holy hand grenade. That's oh, what he's sending them with. The holy hand grenade. Uh, I don't know about that. Obviously. Are <laughs> you sure that didn't occur yet? Okay, really though, why else would they be carrying the sanctuary equipment if it's not for a weapon of mass destruction? I mean, Probably. you know, it's like to bless stuff. Sure. To bless a likely story. To bless their victory. Let's just keep reading and see what these holy instruments do. Okay, you're right. That'll probably help enlighten us. Um, okay. They wore, they ward. Jeez, this is tough today. It's probably, it's this 9% yeah. here. Yeah, it's, it's not doing well for you. Minus 12%. So. Jeez, that's a oh hot boy. rose. Wow, yeah. Look, it's a wine. Wines are that much. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. I've also got a backup highball here that's just a normal style highball. No, so. it's also 9%. It's a strong highball, too. Yeah, but I feel like that's more normal for a highball. Than for sure. it too high. I, I don't know. I really have no idea. Yeah, but it's like half of a beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, they warred against Midian as Yahweh commanded Moses, and they killed every male. Wow. All of them. How could you even account for that? You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, there, I guess, if, you're pres- mo- if you're motivated, you'd do it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, okay. If, if you have the right can do attitude, then it's possible. <laughs> Uh, they killed the kings of Midian with the rest of their slain. Evie, the Pokemon. Oh, no. They killed oh, Evie. No. <laughs> oh. And Rekem and Zur and Her, like Ben Hur. Yeah, uh, Ben Hur. And Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Oh, dang it. <laughs> was she dressed up like the colonel, I wonder? The five kings of Midian. She was one of the kings of Midian. <laughs> Balaam, also the son of Baor, oh. they killed with oh the sword. Oh my gosh. Oh. They killed Balaam. They Why killed they? him with a sword. But, but he was But cool. Balaam was on their side. Yeah, he was cool. I mean, I guess they wouldn't know that, but, but wait, why would wait, they do wait. that? Wait, but that's not... What? B- wait, Balak? No, Balak was ba- the king. Balaam was our our dude. Yeah, Balaam was the the prophet guy who who they kept asking to go curse the Israelites, and he was like, "Nah, man, I'm wait. cool with Yahweh." I but the son of Beor was Balak the son I, of Beor. Yeah, I swear that ba- but that the prophet uh-huh. is going to be in Deuteronomy. Yes, did we did look up? that up. It's possible that yeah. he dies here, and then there we like go back and talk about him. Yeah, anything's possible oh, yeah? in this book. Is that a thing? You know, it's like when you, you have a, a beloved character who dies on a TV series. We and get some they, flashbacks. And they get flashbacks. This feels pretty linear, though, but okay. I uh, mean, this book's been that... linear, but but with other books, they do, you know. Sometimes there's some review. They, yeah. Is it actually Balaam, not Balak? Yeah, this is Balaam. I googled it. It's actually Balaam. It's actually our boy Balaam who died. I wonder what, what? happened to the donkey. Maybe they just took the donkey. Oh, no. I hope that they gave him a good life. uh, Well, hang on. I think we might get to that, actually. Okay, so they killed Balaam, even though he was cool. Boo. The children of Israel took captive the women of Midian and their little ones and all their cattle and all their flocks and all their goods. They took for a prey. So I guess the donkey's in there. The the talking ass (laughs) is okay, I guess. I guess we'll probably get sacrificed at some point. Who knows? But I don't think you can sacrifice donkeys. They're not sacrificing donkeys. Yeah. 
Did they not? No, no donkeys. No donkey. I thought yeah, they realized got, donkeys sheep, are good. Yeah, sheep, for cows, that one stuff. goat. Oh, the one some goat. Okay. Pigeons. Got it. Slash dove slash quail or whatever. The but quail no donkeys. The quail get et. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh and then they kill people. Okay, so they took all all of that for a prey. All their cities in the places in which they lived and all their encampments they burnt with fire. That seems Dang. so wasteful. I've never understood that deal, you know? It's well, just like I think it's like sealing the deal. Yeah, they can't right? confirm whether it's clean or not. And you I know, guess that's true. like they got right. they really got to sterilize it quite literally. That's weird. Okay. Um they took all the spoil and all the prey, both of man and of animal. They brought the captives and the prey and the spoil to Moses and to Eleazar the priest and to the congregation of the children of Israel to the camp at the plains of Moab, which are by the Jordan at Jericho. So is Jericho something that we're going to hear about more later? Yes. Cool. <laughs> yes. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Uh, Moses and Eleazar the priest and all the princes of the congregation went forth to meet them outside of the camp. Moses was angry with the officers of the host, the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds, what? those kind of wussy captains, <laughs> Jeez. who came maybe, from... Maybe, this... maybe their men died, and now they're captains of hundreds. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. The captains of thousands and the uh, captains oh, of oh, hundreds, who came from the service of the war. M- Moses said to them, have you saved all the women alive? Behold, these caused the children of Israel through the council of Balaam to commit trespass against Yahweh in the matter of Peor. So what? the plague was among the congregation of Yahweh. It's because you, you screwed around with Midianite women. Yeah, you had sex but with Midianite women. it's not women. Balaam's fault. Yeah, I don't know why Balaam was involved. Yeah, why did they throw him under the that bus? That is a little bit odd. How did they even know about him? That's <laughs> I weird. I have so many questions. Nobody knew yeah. about him. Just Yahweh knew about him. Yeah, he was tight with Yahweh. He was cool. I don't... What if they find... Oh my gosh, what if Yahweh finds out that they killed him and he's like, Moses, okay, now you're really dead. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) yeah. I mean, gosh, okay. Now, this is still Moses talking. Now, therefore, kill every male among the little ones (gasps) and kill every woman who has known a man by lying with him. Wow. Boy. But all the girls... Who have oh. not known man by lying with him, keep alive oh. for yourselves. Great. Love it. Just oh, love it. Gosh. I really am rooting for these Israelites. You, you know? know, I feel like antiheroes are all the rage these days. Jace. I feel like the Bible's really going to make a comeback because What's of your that. definition of an antihero? Uh, collect sex slaves collect virginal <laughs> sex slaves Yeah, no, that's not in vogue. No oh. way. No. Wow. This is rough. This is rough. Okay. Um, yeah, it is. Yep. Keep, keep uh, the, can I just ask, as yeah. always, uh, how did y'all, you know, we didn't deal with this. this? Never learned Never learned this. No. This, never, this is skipped right on over. Was never Nobody. taught this story of like, hey, kill everyone except for the virgins so that you can have them. Yeah. And Balaam, like. And also Balaam, that, kill fun, too. that fun Disney talking donkey story. Uh, now he's dead, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Remember Moses, that guy you were into before? Yeah, he had him killed. So. <sighs> yeah. Awkward. It's fine, though. We're going to kill Moses soon, too. Don't you worry. Uh, yeah, boy. Okay. Um, encamp you outside of the camp seven days. Whoever has killed any person 
and whoever has touched any slain, purify yourselves on the third day, and on the seventh day, you and your captives. So you clean yourself twice and them once, okay? As, okay. as to every garment, and all that is made of skin, and all work of goat's hair, and all things made of wood, you shall purify yourselves. What wooden garments are you wearing? Is that part of your armor? Would part of your armor be wooden by any chance? Yeah, maybe like a wooden chest plate. Maybe that's Would you do that? Weird. I don't I, I, I know. I guess it's better we than look it up. Let's look that up uh, for right. the bonos. I was okay. just going to look up another translation real quick. Let's well, see if it's even worth. I'm going to make a note about wooden armor okay. slash okay. wooden clothing. Um, no, like, I call bullshit. Okay. Uh, I see. So the Message Bible says purify every piece of clothing and every utensil. Oh, interesting. Um. Yeah, some other versions also say stuff about um, every garment and then also every utensil okay. or something like that. So maybe it's maybe it's not wooden armor. That just okay. seems <laughs> very odd. It seems below them. Yeah. Um, okay. Eleazar the priest said to the men of war who went to the battle, this is the statute of the law which Yahweh has commanded Moses. However, the gold... And the silver, and the brass, the iron, the tin, and the lead, everything that may abide the fire, you shall make to go through the fire, and it shall be clean. So, like, sterilize your instruments, I guess. Like, anything that can be sterilized in fire, do that. Not the wood. Not the wood. (laughs) Not the the goat's hair. (laughs) No, no, that won't work. Never, uh, make it go through the fire, and it shall be clean. Nevertheless... It shall be purified with the water for impurity. So also use water. And all that doesn't withstand the fire, you shall make to go through the water. Okay, so he kind of simplified the rule. So it's like rather than like, let's get caught up in like, is this leather? Is this hair? It's just like, can it withstand fire? Do that. Can it burn? Will it burn? (laughs) (laughs) Will it burn? Yeah. Can it not withstand fire? Do water. Okay. You shall wash your clothes on the seventh day and you shall be clean. And afterward, you shall come into the camp. Okay, Emily, do you want to take this over from here? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Yahweh spoke to Moses. Oh, I'm nervous. Saying, take the sum of the prey that was taken. So, like, all of the spoils, I suppose. Well, the prey, I think, specifically means the animals or the living things. Well, this says both of man and animal. Uh, Okay, yeah. Both of man and animal uh, you and Eleazar the priest and the heads of the father's houses of the congregation and divide the prey into two parts between the men skilled in war who went out to battle and all the congregation. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, so like, so like of geez. these 12,000 that went out, they get half of all of it. And yeah, then of the, the like many, of, many yes. thousands, like millions of everyone else, well, not millions, half. but you know, supposedly it's like 1.2 million or something. Really? Or yeah. I thought it was just have that many freaking people back then. Uh, and, but but that in really 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 reality, probably less than that. Well, 600 something thousand men over 20 right. or whatever it was. Okay. Right. Anyway, is it really that many? I thought that we were saying that it, it actually isn't. That it actually many. Is well, not it's that probably many. not. Almost certainly yeah. not. Actually, yeah. yeah. So, levy a tribute to Yahweh of the men of war who went out to battle, one soul of 500, both of the persons and of the oxen and of the donkeys and of the flocks, 
take it of their half and give it to Eleazar the priest for Yahweh's heave offering. Okay. I didn't so, understand any of that. Yeah, so the, I guess the priests right. get a fraction of the of the half that go to the soldiers. There's a lot of math involved in these things. <laughs> oh, I mean, it is no. a book of numbers. <laughs> That's true. I suppose you're right. <laughs> it's living up to I'll its name. I'll give you that one. I see here. Okay, so um, the Good News Translation sums it up nicely here. So from the part that belongs to the soldiers, so the half that goes to that, to the soldiers... Yeah. Withhold as a tax for the Lord, the Lord, one, Lord. one out of every 500 prisoners and one and the same portion of the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Yeah. So one 500th of both the people and the animals of, <laughs> of the half that went to the soldiers, that goes to the priests, yes. actually. Okay, take that and put that over there and then give them to the priests. Okay, wow. Is this including the women who are virgins? It's yeah. only the women who yeah, are virgins. Everyone, else is, everyone else is dead. Yeah. Like literally they killed all the baby boys, they killed all the women who were not virgins, and they killed all the men. So yeah. all that's left are women and girls who are virgins. Yikes. That's yep. pretty awful. <laughs> Yikes. Well, I don't know what the yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna think about it too hard. <laughs> so we're gonna do another heave offering for Yahweh because he is glory or whatever of the children of Israel's half you shall take one drawn out of every 50 of oh. the persons of the ox okay one drawn out of the persons of the oxen of the donkeys and of the flocks even of all the cattle and give them to the Levites who keep char keep the charge of the tent of Yahweh. You know, that tent of Yahweh. I see. So one five hundredth of the portion for the soldiers just straight away to a heave offering. Dead, mm-hmm. dead, dead. Also eaten right away, I guess, by the priests. Mm-hmm. And then one fiftieth of the other half that goes to the peoples just goes to the Levites. Yes. Not to be sacrificed right away, but they just get to They get to have them. Get to have them. Okay. Do their thing. Okay. Okay. So Moses and Eleazar, the priest, did as Yahweh commanded Moses. Now the prey over and above the booty, the <laughs> booty, which the men of war took, was 675,000 sheep and 72,000 oxen and 71,000 donkeys and 32,000 persons in all. <gasps> Of okay. the women who had not known man by lying with him. Okay, but Ugh. again, do we think that these numbers are accurate? Do you think I don't that know. it's even if it's only like if you t- take off a of zero, thousand, it's yeah. still a lot of people. Yeah, maybe is this something we could look up in the bonus to try yeah. to find out like w- what people think about these numbers? You got that? You're it's right. Like Two hundred okay. people. Well, but I'm saying because there was this, that translation where it was like sixteen thousand, but thousand was actually maybe the marker of like a unit, and so that's a unit of yeah. as in a unit that had sixteen people in it. So I'm wondering, is it they actually took six hundred seventy five sheep, seventy two oxen, seventy one donkeys, and thirty two women? Because that's a, all of those groups oh, just are 32. much more manageable, right? Yeah, but then that seems very small. That, those that seem like very sure. They only sent twelve thousand people out, or twelve battalions, or twelve out. battalions, or something. Yeah, you know. See, but, but think about. It. But those numbers, uh, as far as controlling, 
that's manageable. How the hell can you manage 675,000 sheep? That would be so much sheep. <laughs> it would be like, a lot of it sheep. It would stretch on for miles. Like, there's no way they could manage that many sheep. Yeah, I, I agree you know, it's the, not this number. Uh-huh. I don't know that it's just 36, though, or what or whatever. I would believe I it. I thought that you knocked off a zero, so it's like 3,200 people. All right, we'll look into this. We'll look into this. 7,100 people. I don't know. I, because I think, so. listen, I think that our sense of scale has really been grossly twisted because of movies. Because now in movies, we can see these armies that are like hundreds of thousands of units, you know, in a fantasy film. When I think well, in reality... Well, so we think. So we think, right? When I think in reality, we were probably operating on a much smaller scale back in these times, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, it's hard to communicate that, you know, with that many people. Mm-hmm. Once it gets too big, it's yeah. like... Like in Game of Thrones, when Daenerys is just like talking at a normal volume and her like hundreds of thousands right, see, of soldiers like, I think, hear her. I think like, that like, our sense wow. of scale has been so like Hollywoodified hmm. that we think of yeah. like, oh, 30,000 women. Sure. Yeah, totally. Like makes sense when it's like, no, really, like they, they wouldn't be able to, they would not be able to contain 32,000 women. Right. Trust me. Right. Like 25,000 well, of those start running. Yeah. And it's like, well. And then it's like, well, okay. Unless you also get like just as many people of your own to try to manage them. And then it's just ridiculous, you know? There's a potential for that, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't, so, I don't okay. believe it. All right, I'm, I'm moving on. Yes, please. The half, which was the portion of those who went out to war, was in number 337,500 sheep. And Yahweh's tribute of the sheep, sheep was 60, sorry, 675. The oxen were 36,000, of which Yahweh's tribute was 72. So how many is that? Like, what percentage is that? Do we know? Well, 72 divided by 36,000? Yeah. That is 0.002%. Okay. So 2%? No, 0.002%. What is, is why are we silent right now? Is, is that one in 500? On? Does that work out? Yeah, that works yeah. out. One in 500. One in 500. That sounds okay. right. Okay. That is the same. That is correct. Alrighty. So that's interesting. Okay. So the oxen, no, the donkeys were 30,500, of which Yahweh's tribute was 61. The persons were 16,000, of whom Yahweh's tribute was 32 persons. Cool. What 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 do those people do? Uh, are, are are they sacrificing those people? No, I think they're just having sex with them. They're now. probably just being given to the priests. But it says Yahweh's tribute is this, so they probably give it to the people who are taking care of Yahweh. Who's the Levites? We're the Levites who and the priests. Taking, who is taking care of Yahweh? Leva, the Yahweh Levites and the priests. Have you not been reading this of... book, Emily? <laughs> uh, only I'm not it, saying that. We've only reiterated a billion times that it's the Levites and, and the priests. I'm sorry. I don't believe that the Levites are taking care of Yahweh. They're taking care of the tabernacle. That is That's two true. different things. Well, and it, as for the priests, uh, I don't know. They're taking care of the congregation. They're not taking care of Yahweh. So no, actually, Dedeker, I think that... <laughs> I am saying I'm asking a valid question here. Like, what are these people tributing to? But I think that's the whole grist of the priests is that they say, oh, yeah, this is for Yahweh when really it's for themselves. 
That's what I think. Well, that's been I your theory the whole time. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think they just get these however many women it is. And yeah, you can use them for sex slaves or servants or really that's probably the same thing. So who cares? Oh, man. oh boy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. The persons were 16,000 of whom Yahweh's tribute was 32 persons. Moses gave the tribute, which was Yahweh's heave offering to Eleazar the priest as Yahweh commanded Moses. Of the children of Israel's half, which Moses divided off from the men who warred, now the congregation's half was 337,500 sheep and 36,000 oxen and 30,500 donkeys and 16,000 persons. Those are the same numbers as before. Yeah, okay. So just, you know, letting you know again in case you forgot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even of the children of Israel's half, Moses took one drawn out of every 50, both of man and of animal, and gave them to the Levites, who kept the charge of the tent of Yahweh as Yahweh commanded Moses. Oh, uh, okay. I wonder now if those ones who were given to Yahweh versus these ones that are given to the the Levites, Levites, that maybe the ones to Yahweh essentially became, uh, what were they again? The like Nazarites, like oh, they became well, temple workers, whereas these ones become the sex slaves. Yeah, maybe that would make sense. See, Sounds this great. is why I asked the questions. Yeah, good okay. job, Emily. You're, good job. <laughs> the officer, no, where am I? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. right. 48. Oh, 48. The officers who were over the thousands of the host the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds came near to Moses and they said to Moses, your servants have taken the sum of men of war who are under our charge and there lacks not one man of us. We've brought Yahweh's offering what every man has gotten of jewels of gold, ankle chains and bracelets, signet rings, ear rings and armlets to make atonement before (laughs) to make atonement for our souls before Yahweh. So what they're taking all of this jewelry and they're going to atone with it? Yeah. Are they going to make it into a golden calf accidentally? Oh, I hope not. I mean, that's that was not that was Aaron's deal. We'll see. Oh, that's true. Aaron's not around, so it can't. Yeah, but Moses is Aaron's kin, and Moses is about to die, so maybe he's like, (laughs) screw it. Maybe he's like, you know what? Let's do this. (laughs) He will not go gently into that good night. (laughs) (laughs) I it's Moses. He like she's like, give me that armlet. Probably will. (laughs) Armlet. Armlet. Okay. Uh, Moses. And Eleazar the priest took the gold of them, even all worked jewels. All the gold of the heave offering that they offered up to Yahweh of the captains of thousands of the captains of hundreds was 16,750 shekels. So that's how much it was worth, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, it seems that way. And I guess, yeah, you do have to give money to the church. Because shekels was also a measurement of weight. Is it a unit of weight? Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Like, you know, like a pound. Yeah. For the men of war had taken booty. Yeah, they had. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, dear. Every man for himself. Oh. Mm. Moses and Eleazar the priest took the gold of the captains of thousands and of hundreds and brought it into the tent, brought it into the tent of meeting for a memorial for the children of Israel before Yahweh. Great. Wow. Love it. That, that was chapter 31. Yeah. Um, that well, makes me really uncomfortable just reading this, yeah. like, spoils of war diatribe, essentially. Yeah. How is, many, mm. wh- how much more 
is there numbers <laughs> in the Bible or in this story? Or like, you're what like, are you you've asking? got a long way to go for the Bible. But no, just like in numbers, because how much longer is Moses going to last here? Um, we have two more episodes. We're taking bets. Two more two after today. Okay, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Moses died in this next chapter, to be honest. You think so? I mean, Yahweh set that up. It's like, do this one thing and then you die. That's true. I thought he died in Deuteronomy, but maybe oh, not. Maybe. maybe. Maybe he'll last a little bit longer. I feel... Well, okay. I don't want to say it because... He's just it might setting him up. might be a spoiler. Um, what? Say it. I want to know. Well, just... I think the deal that... Maybe it even got said earlier or prophesied earlier or something, but that Moses doesn't get to go into Canaan. Yes. We knew yeah. that. Right? I think we've talked it. about this yes. a little bit, but it's like this sort of recurring theme, yes. right? Of like, he didn't get to go in the tabernacle after he made it, and he doesn't get to go to Canaan after he brings everyone there. But well, that's he doesn't kinda... get to do anything. He's God's patsy, as Emily said a few episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. As much as we God, love Moses, he's... and he's done some amazing things, you know, I did, maybe not the best job to be given. No, it doesn't seem like a great day. job, no. The, hey, also, the job of Moses. I mean, yeah. after today, after this chapter we just read, I'm like, yeah, Moses, screw you. You don't deserve anything. So, Oh, because he's like, what? You let some women live? Right. Like, <laughs> let's be sure we kill them all. To be fair, that's kind of that corporate structure thing of where maybe Moses loves the idea of letting the women live. It's just that he knows that if he does that, Yahweh's much more likely to be like, not only am I going to kill you, Moses, but I'm going to kill your whole family. I'm going to wipe all y'all off the face of the earth. So it's it's all just, you know, this hierarchy of fear. Yeah, oh boy. That's great. At the end of the day. <sighs> Isn't that how the church works? It's kind of how the government works sometimes. Gosh, yeah. And well, the church, yes. And how companies work. And how companies, it's like, you've got to screw over all these people or else you get screwed well, over, But also just because everyone's trying to hang on to their job, right, you know, right. that it turns people yeah. into freaking talking asses as it were <laughs> oh that's why reference. i think moses should go out with a bang somehow i don't think that he will because he's moses and he's moses meek and mild but you know <laughs> it would be cool if he did yeah it would be cool just to get, just to stick it to the man the man mm. being yahweh who's really been the bad boyfriend of this entire story <laughs> the so years far. of resentment in moses just and, built uh, up and finally at the end he lets it all out it'd be pretty amazing to honestly see. I don't see Yahweh like learning his lesson anytime soon, but we'll see. I I doubt it. We've got a lot more Old Testament to go through. Speaking of numbers, 32. Now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad had a very great multitude of cattle. And when they saw the land of Jazer... Uh, I was going to say Jazer. It's like my name. It's like Jace. Jazer. I don't know. Jazer? I like Jazer. And the land of Gilead that behold... The place was a place for cattle. <laughs> that's, that's nice. I'm glad for those like, cattle. I gotta find a place for all these cattle that we've just stolen. Yeah. Hang on. I need to open this highball here. Okay. It's time. Yeah. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good, a party. It's good foley right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a party in your can. Okay. A <laughs> party in my can. Let's see. Uh, the children of Gad and the children of Reuben came and spoke to Moses and to Eleazar the priest and to the princes of the congregation, saying... Ataroth, and Dibon, and Jazer, and Nimrah, and Heshbon, and Elielile, and Saban. Okay, y'all wow. got a drink. Y'all got a drink. Oh, okay, okay, you're right. She made us laugh. We drink. And Sabam, and Nebo, and Beon. The land which Yahweh struck before the congregation of Israel is a land for cattle. And your servants have cattle. <laughs> See, I would have said Sebam, like, like sebaceous, you know? 
Mm. When you oh, said yeah. sabam. <laughs> sabam. Sebum. Sebum's gross. Ew. That's a okay, gross I would, word. I wanted, okay. The funny part is that your servants have cattle. Yeah, so it's like, and, and who has two thumbs and some cattle? These guys. Uh-huh. They <laughs> said, guys. if we have found favor in your sight, let this land be given to your servants for a possession. Don't bring us over the Jordan. Moses said to the children Wait, of... who's saying this? The children oh, of the, Gad the and the children of Reuben are saying, hey, uh, we have a bunch of cattle. This land right here is really good. Let us stick our cattle here. And cool. let, let's not worry about going over into Canaan. I believe. Okay. Moses said to the children of Gad and to the children of Reuben, shall your brothers go to the war and shall you sit here? Why discourage you the heart of the children of Israel from going over into the land which Yahweh has given them? Thus did your fathers when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. For when they went up to the valley of Eshel, Eshkol, and saw the land, they discouraged the heart of the children of Israel that they should not go into the land which Yahweh had given them. Mm, yeah, that was bad times. Yeah. Remember that? Ten were bad and two were good? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yahweh's- oh, that was the dance that Dedeker did. <laughs> yeah. Ten were bad and two were good. Uh-huh. Shaking your arms in the air. <laughs> Yahweh's <laughs> anger was kindled in that day, and he swore, saying, surely... Oh, uh, shit! None... <laughs> 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 I don't know why that was Sorry. so funny. Surely none of the men who came up out of Egypt from 20 years old and upward because or sorry, shall see the land which oh, I swore to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob because they have not wholly followed me. I remember this happening now. Save Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, the son of Nun, because they have wholly followed Yahweh. Yahweh's, they're the two good ones. They're the two good. They were the two were yeah, good. Yeah, ten were bad. Okay. Yahweh's anger was kindled yes. against Israel, and he made them wander back and forth in the wilderness forty years Whoa. until all the generation who had done evil in the sight of Yahweh was consumed. I feel like what, that. What? Yeah. What? This is so random. What? Well, no, this, this this happened. This already happened. This is what happened. But it was. Oh, it was weird though. Where like. The 40 years wasn't super clear. Remember, it was no, just sort of like it, it was, happened. Yes. And then all of a sudden we were like, wait, yeah. time must have gone by because all these people have died well, now. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Behold. So they're just, rem- you're remembering it? Yeah. He's kind of, he's, okay. So the sons, <laughs> the children of Reuben and the children of Gad are like, hey, instead of going into Canaan, what if we just stayed here? This land is really good. It's good for cattle. Yeah. And we got some cattle. Let's yeah. do it, bro. And then Moses is like, dude, do you not remember what happened to your your dads and your granddads <laughs> when they didn't go into this land? They got freaking spanked. And by spanked, I mean cursed to wander in Deaded. the desert until they died. Yeah. So don't yeah. do that again. Behold, Awkward. you are risen up in your father's place, an increase of sinful men, Oof. to augment yet the fierce anger of Yahweh toward Israel. For if you turn away from after him, he will yet again leave them in the wilderness, and you will destroy Eek. all this people. They all came, of them? They uh, came, all this people, yeah. You'll destroy our people. They came near to him and said, We will build sheepfolds here for our cattle and cities what? for our little ones. What but we sheepfold? sheepfold. That it, a sheepfold 
uh, is that a folding. It's like a, a folding like a bill of a fold? sheepy. Like a billfold. Like, what? 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 No, not like a billfold. <laughs> hell with like a billfold? But you put cattle inside of it. But it's called uh, a sheepfold for reasons not uh, to be understood by us. So Dinegar seems so like she's like yeah, obviously, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> And you I don't buy it. You make it here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess she did earlier say that these sheep are burning a hole in our pocket. Uh-huh. So it makes sense they would be in a sheepfold. Like what? A do, what do the translations say? Uh, enclosures. Yeah, great. Some say stone enclosures. <laughs> randomly, yeah. Okay. A lot of well, them say sheepfolds, though. <laughs> yeah, because when it, when Dedeker said sheepfold, it sounded like something you could literally put in your pocket. Like a billfold, exactly. (laughs) And I call, no. Okay. (laughs) But we ourselves will be ready armed to go before the children of Israel until we have brought them to their place. And our little ones shall dwell in the fortified cities because of the inhabitants of the land. Okay, so they're kind of pitching. Look, we'll build a place for our cattle and sheep to go. We'll build a place for like our women and children to be safe, but we'll still fight. You know, Yahweh can't be mad at us. We're still going to go and fight. I see. We're just going to uh-huh. keep all our assets safe. I see. And then once we've won, then we'll bring then them. Then we'll bring them over. That's not a bad plan, really. We will uh, not return to our houses until the children of Israel have inherited every man his inheritance. For we will not inherit with them on the other side of the Jordan and forward, because our inheritance has fallen to us on this east side of the Jordan, eastward. On, on what? what? You just <laughs> added a word in there. No, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> On this, yes, she did. On this side of the oh. Jordan eastward. Oh, yeah, I did. She said on this east side of the Jordan eastward. <laughs> I did, okay. That does sound like the type of thing that they but would say, it though. Would make, so. it's, yeah. <laughs> Moses said to them, if you will do this thing, if you will arm yourselves to go before Yahweh to the war, and every armed man of you will pass over the Jordan before Yahweh until he has driven out his enemies from before him, and the land is subdued before Yahweh, Then afterward, you shall return and be guiltless towards Yahweh and towards Israel. And this land shall be to you for a possession before Yahweh. Okay. So it's like, okay, I'll, okay. You've convinced me. So I guess that was their deal. It's like, we'll still fight, but like, we're not going to then lay claim to those lands. That's all you guys now, right? Like Mm. we're, we just, we're going to keep these ones. That's cool, right? They're kind of hedging their bets. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, (laughs) I don't think that's going to go over well for God. Yeah, I have a feeling that Yahweh wouldn't let them get away with this long term. Nah. No, I think it's going to be all right. You think so? Moses just, oh, yeah. Moses or, just or said right. so, I think. And he said so declaratively. That's true. So I think it's going to be all right. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against Yahweh, and be sure your sin will find you out. Uh, now, I could see like one, see? one, one guy, guy stays <laughs> one back. One freaking guy. <laughs> In his freaking hides in his freaking sheepfold. Yeah. And then that's the end. Rest in peace, Reuben and Gad. Okay. Build you cities for your little ones and folds for your sheep and do that which has proceeded out of your mouth. (laughs) And all that other stuff you said. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't even be bothered to remember what it was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All that other crap. (laughs) Cool. No, I love this. Maybe they finally got a more efficient scribe. Who is finally like, I'm not going to repeat all this. Like, I mean, it's, my, it's, my it's, a new, it's a new era. It's a new age. We can be efficient now. Just and everything else they said. Oh, boy. The children of Gad and the children of Reuben spoke to Moses saying, your servants will do as my Lord commands. Our little ones, our wives, our flocks and all our cattle shall be there in the cities of Gilead. But your servants will pass over every man who is armed for war before Yahweh to battle as my Lord says. 
So Moses gave charge concerning them to Eleazar the priest, and to Joshua the son of Nun, and to the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel. Moses said to them, If the children of Gad and the children of Reuben will pass with you over the Jordan, every man who is armed to battle before Yahweh, and the land shall be subdued before you, then you shall give them the land of Gilead for a possession. Okay, yeah, so Moses is relaying the plan (laughs) to to Eleazar. And Joshua. And Joshua. But if they will not pass over with you armed, they shall have possessions among you in the land of Canaan. The children of Gad and the children of Reuben answered, saying, As Yahweh has said to your servants, so will we do. We will pass over armed before Yahweh into the land of Canaan, and the possession of our inheritance shall remain with us beyond the Jordan. Hmm. Moses gave to them, even to the children of Gad, and to the children of Reuben, and to the half-tribe, <laughs> the half-tribe uh, of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, <laughs> king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, the land, according to the cities of it with their borders, even the cities of the land round about. Okay. Wait, Emily's trying to ask something. What? What? <laughs> What's a half-tribe? Well, because with the tribe of Joseph, they were split into two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. I see. So yes. it's just like that tribe. It's just, it's confusing calling it a half-tribe because it then weird. it makes me feel like it's like half an Israelite or something. <laughs> It is you know? weird that they've never done that before. I mean, if they've yeah. been doing this the whole time, I'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, right? Because we split that one up. But, yeah. but now there's suddenly some gatekeeping over who's a tribe and who's an action, and not <laughs> a, a tribe and who's a half tribe. Yeah, the exactly. Chi- the children of Gad built Dibon and Ataroth and Aror and Atroshaphon and Jazer and Jogbiha and <laughs> okay. I made myself laugh. With okay, that one. you have to drink for that one. <laughs> what? Okay, so and, they, these are cities they're building. Yes, wow. and Beth Nimrah and Beth Haran, fortified cities and folds for sheep. Great. What? What are folds for sheep? Like like plate sheep enclosures? Folds. Sheep folds. We just Emily, talked about that. We were literally just discussing this. No. Ugh, well, okay. It's the same. <laughs> yes. the same thing as a sheepfold. Yes. See, yeah. Like little. I, I just thought. Yeah. Like a little enclosure for the sheep. Little yeah. corrals. The children of Lovely. Reuben built Heshbon and Elilala and Kiri <laughs> Kiriathim <laughs> and Kiriathim Nebo and Balmeon. Their names being changed. Wait. wait what? what? <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> Are these all fake names? And Sibma. This is like the names have been Listen. changed to protect the innocent kind of a thing. And they gave <laughs> other names to the cities which they built. So like, these are the old what? names, but we're not going to tell you what the new what? names were. Wait, okay. Hang on. Hold on. Let me wait. So they like give this list of names and then they're like, or something like that. <laughs> they probably changed some of them. I, like the, no, like I'm willing the storytellers to forgot some of the names <laughs> and they just sort of like said some names and they're like, but they changed them later. Yeah, the That's scribe why... on this chapter is kind of loosey goosey. Yeah. Okay. If you yeah, ever, if you ever sure. look it up and this is wrong, it's because they changed them. <laughs> the children of Machir, the son of Manasseh, Manasseh, Manasseh mm. went to Gilead and took it and dispossessed the Amorites who were therein. Moses gave Gilead to Machir, the son of Manasseh, and he lived therein. Jair, huh. the son of Manasseh, went and took the towns of it and called them Havoth Jair. Noba went and took Kenath and the villages of it and called it Noba after his own name. 
<laughs> he didn't add a suffix like the other, or a prefix like the other guy did. <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. Oh what a wow. weird chapter. I, yeah, very weird. I don't know who all these people are. I don't know who Jair is. And, the, it, like, do we care that he called it Hovath Jair? I guess... I don't care about a lot of the things that happen, but I guess we still need to talk about them, you know? <laughs> okay, to use our ye old Game of Thrones analogy, there's a lot of information in Game of Thrones, or in A Song of Ice yeah. and Fire and the succeeding books, that are not important. It's that true. do not yeah. matter true, to anyone, yeah. <laughs> to, to any, any part of the story. So I guess it's like that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to justify it. You know, it's like, it's just backstory. It's, it's just, just a history. Building. Yeah, just a history. World building, I suppose. It's like if Tolkien had written The Lord of the Rings and instead of writing The Silmarillion separately, had just included that uh, in the Yeah, books. and just like would take... Like, oh. like between chapters, would just take a <laughs> random left turn, left-hand turn to give you a bunch of Silmarillion information. You're like, what? Wait, what? Why? Just Wait. a bunch of backstory. That makes sense. That makes sense that that's how this book is written. Yeah. The Bible. Yeah. I mean, All right. in American Gods, they kind of do something like that. Have either of you read that oh, book, yeah? by the no. way? That they made the no. they made the series recently out of it. It's a Neil Gaiman book. Um, yeah. But it's like, in between each chapter is a little, like, side story that's just, like, the lore or backstory about how some particular god came to America. Huh. Yeah, but that's actually interesting stuff. This is about taking sex slaves. <laughs> that's true. Well, the sex slaves was part of the main story. Yes, that's true. This this whole thing about who built what cities. Yeah, I guess it's like a it's boring fairly random. Of that. Well, yeah. where do we go from here? What happens next time? <sighs> well, Moses is going to die eventually. Oh, that's yeah. true. He didn't die this time. We have okay. Nope. We have two more episodes with only yeah. two chapters each. Okay, so we've got four okay. more chapters of numbers. What if okay? I'm going to pitch you on a ridiculous yeah, yeah, idea. Give it to me. Would it be ridiculous Please. to combine and do four chapters in an episode? What? That would be a very long episode. Yeah, a super long. You think episode. so? But oh, if yeah. it was the season finale of Numbers, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that make sense? Uh, on this season finale of uh-huh. Numbers, on this very special. I mean, episode I get that you Bible just want to get through it. I do, but like we've. We've been recording for an hour, like a good solid hour, and you know, I, know. I mean, it's it's a lot. That means that it would be a two hour episode, and I I get it, I do get it, but Season I think finale. you know we need to leave our audience wanting more, so Fine. they're gonna want it's, the conclusion. But yeah, they also don't want us to take like you know six months off between seasons, like a TV show. But would we're do. not. That's what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That would be a long. I mean, gosh, we could. I mean, I don't know. We could talk. We about can't it. do we'll that. We have to get we'll, through okay, this we'll thing. It. We'll discuss off it. the air. But before we wrap up today, we have a toast to give. Who are we toasting? Yeah, today we are toasting Alyssa, who was one of our twelve dollar patrons, one of our disciples of Drunk Bible Study. Alyssa, you have been with us for a while. Actually, yeah, um, since Alyssa, the beginning of Patreon. Alyssa was one of our earliest patrons. Hmm. And what devotion? We salute you. We uh, bless you. <laughs> um, we will. We sanctify you. Why not? We'll give like a five hundredth of our cattle <laughs> to you. Um, 
Please use it wisely. <laughs> use it wisely. All right, to Alyssa. Um, on the condition, of course, that all of your men who are armed for battle will go with us uh, yeah. to wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so, so we're, yeah. we're counting on you, Alyssa. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. And remember, listeners, if you want to toast on the show, you can sign up to become one of our parishioners at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about the show. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Numbers is Motivator by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Bible Study.com.